Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hey. Welcome to another week. We just passed Christmas. How is that possible? I know. Where did this year go? I don't even know. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Well, we're super excited to close out our entrepreneur series with none other than Angela Carrizales. She is quite extraordinary, so we can't wait for you guys to get to know her. She is a multidisciplinary entrepreneur, leader, brand builder, and founder of Skin Bar. After serving her country in the Air Force and gaining her master's in behavioral science, Angela moved on to several roles in healthcare and has built a reputation as a trustworthy and strategic healthcare consultant. Known for her forward-thinking approach to the industry, Angela develops, funds, and implements solution to create more affordable healthcare, effective skincare, and healthy living. Wow. Quite the bio, Angela. Welcome. It's a mouthful. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been, it's been a lot of fun to kind of watch, uh, watch you guys grow as a brand. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. And not everybody knows, but I'm a huge fan of Skin Bar. I go there every month and it's changed my life. Like I I just, (laughs) not only because I feel like my skin looks amazing, but because the people there uh, are just so wonderful and inspiring like you. And I'd love to start off and just say, you know, thank you so much for your service in the Air Force. That is amazing. It's really my pleasure. Angela, I I do kind of, because I'm sure our listeners might be wondering the same thing, but your bio is quite incredible. And I'm curious to hear how your background in the logistics in the Air Force, and then also I think it said you had a master's in behavioral science. So how did those things play into what you're doing now? And you can also kind of a lot of times we like to start off to say, you know, give us a little bit more about your background and how you got to where you are today. So I think that'll might help us just understand the whole picture. Sure. So I started off, uh, actually started off in school like everybody else, right? And then when I was about 19, I had decided that college wasn't working for me yet. It was, I felt, you know, really small in a really big pond and I got really lost really quick. And so a part of, you know, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to be a part of something bigger. And my grandfather was a Marine for 21 years. And so, you know, he's like, you should, what what about the, what about the Air Force? And I thought, I mean, sure, that sounds fun. (laughs) So, so sure. Why not? Right. And so I, I went down and I, and I took the test and and I got in and and so I spent six years, spent four years the first time in the Air Force. I special in doing logistics, like you said, and I spent that time working with F-16s. Um, I got called back to active duty about 30 days to the date, right after September 11th. And I did two tours until about, that was about two years where I worked specifically with the U-2s. Um, which is a spy plane. Fast oh. forward during that whole time, I was working um, on my undergrad and then, you know, going on to finish, you know, my master's degree. I met my husband and decided that instead of staying in the Air Force, that I would get out because he was also uh, military. He actually just recently retired 
um, this past November as a logistics officer. And so both of us being logistics, if we had stayed married, we would not have been stationed together. And that's not super conducive for family. It's already very difficult on military families when one parent deploys, it's uh, even harder when two. So so I made the decision to get out. And healthcare is, I mean, I, that's what I went to school for. That's what, you know, my psychology uh, background I never actually practiced, which sounds crazy probably to most people, but I wound up going into healthcare sales and sales is not something that I ever thought, Hey, I'm going to go into sales. That sounds fun. Right. (laughs) I mean, because you're, you know, this whole time you're going to school and you're thinking I'm going to do this and I'm going to have this professional career path and I've got this LLC and I'm going to, I'm going to do the X, Y, and Z, right? Everybody we set up these plans and these goals and we, and sometimes we don't give ourselves enough grace when we don't, you know, when it's not exactly what we thought it was going to be. I was fortunate enough to, you know, have a husband that was like, you know, just, just give it a shot. Right. And so I wound up in healthcare sales. And so that was really how I wound up, you know, building different ways. I understand logistics from a very different perspective than what most people do. And that is a hundred percent from my military background, you know, a lot of people understand that they, you know, the click of the Amazon button, the package arrives, but there's so many other pieces that go into getting that one package there. And so just being able to understand that and then spending a lot of time in, you know, I've done healthcare sales for Spine. I'd worked for a company by the name of Zimmer Spine. um, And then I kind of went out on my own. I started developing in laboratory spacing. I've done a lot in like surgery centers in the sense of like starting them from the ground up. I really, you know, like the core of who I am, the most fun that I have when it comes to the healthcare space is to going in and, and finding those clinics and those specialties that are just really broken. I love and this is going to sound real terrible. Like I love ripping off all the band-aids at one time. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, I love that, it. wow, your clinic. It's like when you summon, like, this is a really ugly place. Like, and we're going to make it really pretty. But the only way to do that is to completely rip everything out. And so, and that's kind of, that's really where I have the most fun is in, you know, independent practices uh, when they try to stay independent. I just have a knack of being able to, because of my, because I understand, you know, people's emotions and behaviors, and because I understand from a logistical standpoint, how to make it better. I love just undoing all of it at one time and then fixing it up. And, you know, I always have to tell the client like, okay, listen, it's going to really suck for like six months. <laughs> you yeah. are going to hate me and you are going to cuss me out every single step of the way. And you're going to call me a hundred times a day because you're unsure, but I promise when it's done, this is going to be better. And and so that's really kind of where I started kind of building up a brand and building that reputation that you kind of read about is that, you know, I've got such a, a strong proven track record, you know, in the industry of uh, like, she's really terrible, but she's really amazing as well. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of the super nanny, you know, where she goes in and she's like, it's really, really bad before it can be really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, wow, this place sucks. Like I don't have any patience. Right. And so, yeah. um, 
And then afterwards, they're like, this is amazing. How do we franchise this? How do we keep growing? And I'm like, well. Yeah, they like hate you. And then they're like, oh, you're our favorite person. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, you're free to go. You're grown. You have, you know, reserves. Everything is functioning well. Your contracts are renegotiated. Everything is beautiful now. They're like, please don't leave. And I'm like, I'm (laughs) real expensive. Yes. And so that, so fast forward, I guess, like, you know, for Skinbro, that's what most people kind of know me, know me for is my husband told me to get a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) This is a true story. This is probably the most expensive hobby ever. He, it was, I guess, uh, almost a full two years ago. Now at this point, we're sitting at, we're sitting at the table or maybe in the living room, I don't remember. And he was like, you really should get like a hobby. Like I had had um, an intraoperative neuromonitoring company that I sold and, and then uh, a surgery center that were kind of, everything was kind of just flowing. I didn't really, I had a lot of extra time. Right. And so it's like, you really just like, you should find something to do like with your day. Because <laughs> you're here a lot. Because <laughs> was it, was his honey-do list growing and growing? Yeah, <laughs> so was- honey-do list growing and growing. I was remodeling like every thing in the house, like over and over, let's put up this wallpaper. And then, you know, two months later, I'm like, I want to change the wallpaper, you know? So it was a lot of like redoing the same stuff because I just, you know, idle hands. Right. And so, um, so I thought, you know, I was hitting the age of 40 and wanting to kind of do something a little bit different, something that aligned a little more with kind of what my core, my personal core values were. Um, that was also fun. I thought, well, I'm going to open a med spa. And he's like, I was really meaning like tennis, Angela, like <laughs> tennis. Like, and so I ordered, and this is, this sounds bonkers. My neighbors probably thought I was crazy. Like I ordered a bunch of uh, lasers and put them in our guest bedroom. And I thought, I'm going to just, I'm going to see if we can make this work. I think that if we can kind of take, you know, uh, science and cause you know, my background is science. So kind of taking science and taking beauty and taking healthcare. And can we make this into something that is more of a lifestyle, right? Because as we age, we lose elasticity in our skin. We lose collagen. We can't, there's nothing we can do to make that better. Like we don't just start growing, you know, we don't, our, our, our cells don't just start creating more elasticity and, you know, the telomeres and stuff start getting shorter and shorter. And so skin bar was kind of born. I mean, it was really born in my guest bedroom and I had rented out a few little studio spaces to kind of develop a proof of concept to see like, could it work? I wanted to take the beauty industry and the skincare industry and make it more of a lifestyle instead of a luxury, right? I think so often people really think they have to go to have beautiful skin and to take care of themselves. They have to spend this, you know, it's, I have to buy the $200 eye cream. Look, there are some very fantastic $200 eye creams out there, but there are also some really nice, like $15 ones. And it's, it's really about like how you're taking care of your skin. And so that was, I mean, that was kind of the goal was just to, how can I create a space where, you know, you know, taking care of your skin is kind of a lifestyle. And I love that. Yeah. By kind of just combining traditional medicine and uh, medical spas and aesthetic techniques and with our clinical knowledge and, you know, making it so cool. Yeah. Yeah. affordable, like for everyone. Yeah, that's amazing. And so back to the beginning first, I just want to point out that I think it's really cool how you have such a kind of specialty skill set and how each one of those things have kind of played into where you are today. And 
I love hearing stories like that. And so was your first skin bar, was it in the Dallas area? It was, it was actually in, it was in, it was in a studio suites. And so we did actually, so I don't, I never do anything like one at a time, right? Like my number is kind of three. Like I'm always like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in threes. Like I had three kids. I have three dogs. I have like, I just have a weird <laughs> with three, apparently. Three's my favorite number. So I get it. <laughs> right. So I just do everything in threes, everything. That's just how, that's just sort of how I roll. And so um, I had, uh, it was actually inside city salon suites. The first one we opened up was in like a teal salon. And then I did two more in city. And then I opened up, uh, we moved our teal one to another city. And so we had all three of the city salon suites, we had a little studio in. And that was really where we were kind of fine tuning our signature treatment, Megan, that you get that is your favorite. The best. Yeah, the yes. best, right? So like, amazing. It, it's it's really, and I love when people are like, it's life-changing. Like, I believe it's life-changing. So I love it when other people also believe that. What um, is it exactly? So, well, and I just have to say real quick before you say what it is, before I came to Skin Bar, I was one of those people that just really didn't do anything with my skin besides washing my face and stuff because I felt like it was just not affordable. So when I walked into Skin Bar and Angela was like telling me everything about it, I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. But go ahead on what this signature treatment is. So the signature essentially, we use medical grade equipment to stack and layer treatments to maximize results in a minimal amount of time. And essentially what that means is that in a signature, we're addressing the skin at every single layer. So often when people go in and you know, they're, when you're washing your face, that's great, but that's the surface, right? Like that is essentially like, think of everything on the surface, almost like the dead skin that we want to help sort of slough off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to go deeper and being able to go deeper with the skin is you have to use, you know, equipment, uh, that allows you to go deeper. And so if you go to like a traditional place, they generally will do one thing. Like if you go in for a chemical peel, um, I think you see a lot of places they'll mark it and say, this is the, this is the season for a chemical, but we see it a lot right now, especially in the fall and the winter. Like this is the time come get your peel. If you're getting a peel once a year, that's not enough. That's not enough to help with cellular turnover. That's not enough to help with the pore size. That's not enough to help with, you know, if you get any kind of fillers or neurotoxins, like getting regular peels, getting regular, you know, uh, dermal infusions and microdermabrasions and, and getting those things done regularly help your fillers and your neurotoxins last longer because the weight of that dense, that weight of that dead skin is not weighing on top of it. And so the signature is essentially that it's, we use, there's about five steps in a signature treatment and we do all five. Whereas if you went to a traditional place and they do just a chemical peel, they're not going to laser you at the same time. Well, we will laser you. We'll dermaplane you. We, dermal infusion you, we chemical peel you, um, and we peel you right there. So you're not going home with an ugly, like five to seven day downtime. Like you, you can go out and about right away. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And how much does that cost? So a signature treatment, it is $149 for a signature treatment. Um, but we really kind of focus on memberships. And the reason 
we focus on membership because consistency is key when you're talking about a really good skincare routine. Getting, you know, washing your face one time it doesn't keep you from getting breakouts, right? You have to do it every day. Brushing mm-hmm. your teeth one time doesn't keep you from giving a cavity. So we kind of think of that in the same way as like taking care of your skin. Um, we have three different membership models and by doing a membership, it really does encourage women to be really consistent and intentional with their skincare. A lot of our clients after seeing us for about three to four months, really just buy a really nice sunscreen and aren't having to use a lot of other products. Awesome. Crazy. Yeah, that, yeah. no, I, I didn't know anything about skincare until I came to Skin Bar. And every time I go, I feel like I'm learning something new too, which is cool with the different lasers that y'all have different lasers that y'all mm-hmm. use as well. Yeah, we do. And it's based on the ty- your skin type then on which one it is that we're going to use specifically for your skin. Yeah. So I really appreciate the kind of science-y background to it all just because, well, because I know nothing about it, but, and I think it helps to just kind of motivate you to want to be consistent and make it a priority to take care of. As far as like every, I assume everybody has different skin types and all of that. So Mm -hmm. just taking that signature treatment that you guys do, is there a way to kind of customize that for each person? Yeah, absolutely. And we are able to, depending on someone's skin type, depending on if they're on any kind of medications or we take all those things into consideration. And so um, every, our staff is like, when you go into that room, you're in there with a nurse or a nurse practitioner. These are women who've dedicated their lives to in the healthcare space. We've just trained them in aesthetics you know, our partner for, you know, one of my partners for Skin Bear, he is a sexual, Dr. Hunt Newar. He is a facial plastic surgeon. He has been doing, you know, phases of Dallas for 30 plus years. And so, mm-hmm. you know, where I lack, he picks up and he is able to, you know, teach and train these nurses that have, you know, they've been, a lot of them have been nurses for five and seven years. I think, I think we have one that's like, 12 years of working, you know, in ER nursing and NICU nursing and cancer nursing. And so when you're going into that room, you're really talking to a healthcare professional about your skincare concerns. And so it's a very different conversation. Wow. I'm like, I want to get there. (laughs) Um, So I won. I love all of this. And I actually, I have more questions too, just about what you guys provide and stuff. But really quick before I forget, can you throw us a little bone really quick on those those $15 products that you say are just as good as the 200? Do do any one or two off the top of your head come to mind? You like if you're looking for a really good like face wash, uh, CeraVe is a fantastic face wash. I think it's like six or seven dollars. It's usually on the bottom shelf at like Walmart or Target. That is a great face wash. They also make a really nice like a nighttime moisturizer. Those are the ones that are you know great off the counter, like off the shelf. If you're at the grocery store, you just need a quick face wash. Those work really well. Their wipes work really well as well. Um, the only time I would say that you really need to make sure that you're getting like a medical grade is you want to make sure you're sunscreens are medical grade and anything that you're getting with retinol. Those are the ones that I would say, those are going to be your higher price point. Make sure you're getting, you know, medical grade when it comes to that, but like face wash and stuff, CeraVe is a a fantastic product. It's very inexpensive, um, especially of teenagers. We have so many clients that come in and they're, they buy all this stuff and, and you just, you just don't need it. Right. You just, a lot of it has to do with like diet and um, how well you're cleaning your skin, how often you're cleaning your skin, what you're putting on your face, how often you're cleaning your your pillowcases. I mean, there's like a lot of little things that go into a teenage acne, but yeah, 
CeraVe is one of our was one of our favorite uh, off the shelf type products. Awesome. So good to know. I was going to switch gears a little bit just to share. So on the, more on like the business aspect and opening it and partnering. So how did you go about finding who to partner with? And then once you kind of decided that, how, what did that process look like? Oh goodness. So specific for Skin Bar, my partner came to me. I had kind of, you know, I, I have had um, a lot of, I work with a lot of physicians, obviously. Um, and I had kind of gone to some of my go-to and were like, Hey, I'm going to open up this med spa. Do you want to part, you want to work with me on it? I need a medical director. And all of them were, yeah, sure. Of course, whatever you need. But I had one, one particular tell, he made an introduction and, uh, he, you know, Dr. Newar came to me and we had several meetings and it was, it really kind of goes back, you know, Megan, we were talking a little bit earlier about like connections and alignments. And I've spent a lot of time you know, making sure that the right people are in the right places. Um, yeah. And so in the beginning, like for, for Skin Bar, it was really, I don't want to say really, really easy because it for, it absolutely wasn't. There was a lot of, a, there was some learning curves with it, but because I had, you know, the right alignments early on, the pieces really fell kind of right into place. At what point did you decide to start franchising or was that something that you knew you were going to do going into it? Well, I was just going to say, and what does that process even look like kind of from a behind the scenes standpoint? Well, it looks like a crazy, crazy, crazy mess. Um, (laughs) It's not really a mess, but I mean, so I did know uh, early on in the very beginning, like after, you know, purchasing the lasers and saying, okay, I, I really, I really want to open up a med spa. I really, really prayed about it. And, um, it was really through that. I knew how many to open. I knew, I knew that I wanted to franchise early on. I knew, I I just, I knew early on, it wasn't ever a question. I'm kind of one of those people that if I know that I want to do it, I just go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Um, does it make living with me real easy? I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it makes it makes me very difficult to live with. My husband may have something different to say, but yeah, I really just knew 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 first on. And and as far as like what that looks like in the back, it looks like a lot of attorneys all, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. attorney after attorney after attorney. You know, between trademarking and patenting techniques, and you know, just getting paperwork. It's just, a, it's just a lot of attorneys. How many stores do y'all have? So we, um, we actually have two right now. We had three pre-COVID um, and we had to shut down uh, the Abilene location in the middle of, right, right in the height of COVID. Um, mm. But we do have two more locations that we are currently working on plans for right now and negotiating contracts over in uh, South Lake and Dallas. So nice. we're, Exciting. our goal is that we will have four brick and mortar locations um, by the end of second quarter 2021. That's awesome. I was going to ask you with being kind of in an industry, I feel like that was hit pretty hard because you couldn't have people coming in. You can't do skincare remote or on Zoom. Um, What was that like for you guys when COVID hit and how did you guys kind of you yeah, know, pivot? That was, that was a really, that was really difficult for us. And so what we did, we actually kept all of our employees on payroll. And that was a very difficult decision to do because we were, you know, we had essentially opened up Frisco in, you know, uh, 
November of 2019 and then, you know, March, 2020 hit. And so there was a lot of, uh, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like we literally just shut down, like the world just shut down. Um, and so it was a big decision. We, uh, we dipped into every bit of our reserves to keep all of our staff, uh, employed because I felt like, I felt like if if we were ever going to get a time to really dig in and just train the heck out of everybody, even more so and and perfect our crafts, that this was going to be it, that this was essentially the time that we were going to be given to perfect, you know, whatever we needed to perfect, to find our weak spots and make them stronger. And so that's what we did. Shutting down Abilene was a difficult decision, but it was um, the right one. Um, from a growth perspective, but, you know, also being able to maintain and keep all of our staff so that they were, you know, really engaged in training through the whole, the whole time during the shutdown. I think that that was uh, imperative just to the growth. We came out of COVID actually really strong and as a really strong, yeah, really strong, our we have been incredibly, incredibly blessed to be able to see that the seeds that we planted were were really fruitful. So great. I love that. That's so funny because our episode last week it had something about seeds too. You have to constantly be planting seeds and the second you're doing great and you stop planting seeds, it's yeah. you know going to bite you. So you got to keep planting them. So I love that you said that. <laughs> I had a question. So coming from someone who isn't the best at skincare routines. I mean that our name came from because I sleep in my makeup all the time um, Uh and I am 31 years old. Yeah. But like say for someone just starting to like really get into the skincare, you know, realm, what would you suggest someone starting to do if they came to you? Like Mm -hmm. would you start off with doing just all the things? Like what would you suggest? So, you know, it's always good to like, so I'm a big fan of chemical peels, right? I think that if you, if you're somebody who's just starting off and they weren't really sure what it was that they needed or what they're, where they are with their skin or not knowing what somebody's diet is or how, how much water somebody drinks and kind of looking at all those things together, like just really kind of coming in for a basic consultation to have that conversation with one of this, one of the nurses to say, okay, here's what your goals are for your skin. And, and here's where we think you should start. Um, the number one thing, even coming out of that is going to say just like, so look, I'm terrible at what my staff is going to kill me. I am terrible at washing my face. I sleep in my makeup like most nights I have (laughs) on my bed that I wipe. So do not feel bad about that. It is okay. I am giving you grace with that. You're good. Like I do the same thing when I own a med spa. (laughs) I love it. I mean, so they're, they're literally going to be like, Angela, seriously? Like, I do. It's <laughs> awful. I just, I'm so tired and I just forgot. And with everything else, it's just crazy, right? And so I just wear a really good sunscreen. Like, if you can't get in yeah. to, you know, get a regular dermal infusion or a regular, regular chemical peel, like, you may not be ready for laser work. You may not be ready for some of the other stuff. But some of the basic stuff, just sloughing off that top layer, it, yeah. you know, part of the reason for, for Skin Bar was – I wanted to create a space that was so beautiful that when, oh, let me back up. Like I have, so in the very beginning, I had people tell me like, don't you think that's a little vain? Like I'm coming from building surgery centers, taking really ugly practices and building and making them profitable, like all this other stuff in healthcare. And I turn around to like everyone I've been partnering with in the past and say, I'd like to open a med spa. And their responses were that you don't, you feel like it's a little vain. And my response back was, no, I don't. 
And here's the reason I don't, because if you can make a woman feel beautiful about her skin, when she looks in the mirror and sees that her skin is, she likes the way it looks, it overflows into everything that she does. So taking care of your skin is not just like a one-time thing. It's like, this is the only skin you're given. It's literally your largest organ, right? You know, start somewhere. And if you're, if the only place you can start is to wear a good sunscreen, then buy a good sunscreen and wear a good sunscreen, but wear it every day, even in the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Cause I don't wear sunscreen in the winter. So wear sunscreen every day. <laughs> yeah. I started I didn't used to either, Kristen, but I started – since going to Skin Bar, I've learned a lot. And um, I wear in my moisturizer, it has sunscreen in it. Well, Megan, you're just going to have to set me up another appointment while I'm there. And yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was about to say, can we go ahead and book an appointment, Megan, when, when we're there? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll check their schedule. Check their schedule. <laughs> well, love it. I am sold. Yeah, this is such such good stuff. Yeah. I love it. And one question I wanted to ask is just through, you know, the last two years or more that you've been building skin bar, Mm -hmm. has there been any big lessons that have kind of stood out to you that you'd want to share? Oh yeah. Trust your gut. Um, I, I think that sometimes you can get so passionate, you know, when it comes to my other businesses, I like, like I said, they, like they hate me, right? Like I can be the most, you know, um, cutthroat and kind at the same time, like pretty no nonsense. But with, with skin bar being such a passion project and such a, you know, I've taken this hobby that I like and turned it into this, to this like dream place to, um, come and hang out. I feel like trust (laughs) your gut. Right. I, I, I think that so often we can want to keep people sometimes past their expiration date. And just, just knowing that when, uh, when you have a team, when you're building a team, when you're building a a team, especially, especially in something like aesthetics, right. Where, where energy and atmosphere are everything, right. That you want to make sure that like, you know, we sink together and we rise together and just making sure that like keeping that corporate culture and that company culture alive. But that if there's a, if there's a weak link that, you know, to trust your gut on the weak links. Gotcha. Yeah, it's great like advice. That. Yeah, that's so good. Does anything else stick out? Like, is there something? It sounds like you have done good with that, with trusting your gut, and that has served you. Is there anything that you'd be that sticks out that you'd want to share where you would do it different? Gosh, and if you don't, if nothing comes no, to mind, then that's great. Yeah, I don't know that I have one that I would do different because I feel like every step I've taken has got us to where we are. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, good. I'm not upset by any of the steps except, you know, I mean, I'm at peace with where we are. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone no. ever told you, you kind of remind them of, I don't, I haven't seen your picture, but uh, your voice kind of reminds me of Beth, Bethany Frankel. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> Who I love Bethany that. Frankel. That's funny. We look totally different. Yeah, they look nothing alike. But <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen your picture. Not that I don't, you know, think to look at just the way you're like, you're, you know, assertiveness and just powerful, you know, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's probably the, that's probably the military. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> No, it's so good. And kind of just circling back to the beginning, it really does make me giddy when to hear stories like this, just with, you know, if you took your self back, your 18 year old self back to when you were in the military, you know, could you have imagined exactly what 
you're in today. I just love how all the pieces of the puzzle fit together. It's so funny. I don't, and everyone's, I've been asked that in a couple of different ways, like over the last couple of years. And I'll, and I'll say that like, I never envisioned a different, like I always knew, like, even like with, even in the military, like I knew there was something bigger outside of that. Like once I did that, like I knew there was something different and I always sort of yeah, I don't. I don't even know what I would tell. Maybe start sooner if I tell my eighteen. Yeah, thing, like start sooner. I don't know. No, yeah. I lo- I love that, and I think the lesson that I see in that is, and in and you did this well, and it served you is just to trust that you are where you are supposed to be exactly right now, and right. that it's going to serve you in the future, even if we can't see exactly what that looks like. But just believing in the process. Yeah. Um, so I think that's actually a great a great lesson so good and I was going to ask you with having three kids we kind of skipped over that through (laughs) your entire career do you have any uh because you've seemed to to master it from the outside looking in do you have any advice to fellow mom entrepreneurs of how you kind of handled that (laughs) well um with a lot of grace I think so often uh, as, as moms and, and I, you know, mine are a little older now, they're 15, 12 and nine. And so um, I can remember in the early days where it was almost like the mommy wars, right? Like, well, you stay home and I work. And so there was always those jobs and always those brunches I didn't get invited to and all of the PTO stuff. And I mean, all the stuff, right. And so I'm, I'm hoping that it's not so bad now. I know when mine were younger, it was, it was really difficult. And so I think my advice would be to the moms that are building businesses or that are, you know, career that are, you know, have, you know, have strong careers and focusing on kind of those goals that it's not the amount of time that you spend with your kids that makes them really good people. It's the kind of time and that, everyone gets really sucked into this idea that, well, I have to find balance. I have to find balance. I Like I have found in my 42 years that balance is a lie. Like when you have three kids and three dogs and, you know, three companies, balance is a lie. Like something mm-hmm. is going to sacrifice and something has to give, but you have to be okay with it. And so if it's, you know, not doing the dishes tonight and letting them sit t- tomorrow so that you can do you know, do the story time or be, make the cookies for the classroom or whatever it is that fills that piece for you to just give yourself the grace to not do all of it and to ask for help, right? I think so often I see moms even now where they are trying to do every single piece. Like you don't have to, that's crazy. Like, yeah, would you do that? Like, yeah. Like, it's just so, you know, the, just give yourself grace when, when you mess up and give yourself grace when you miss something and that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Sure. I think I talk to myself daily. Just, <laughs> I've just gone back to work full time and, and even like today, for example, you know, my son's home from school and I was off and out the door on job sites this morning and then came home and came straight to this. So Mm -hmm. he's been on electronics all morning, (laughs) which I do not like and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I think it's a daily decision to be like, it's cool. Like give yourself grace, Lauren. (laughs) Okay. And look, my kid three, if they want Doritos for breakfast one time, it's all right. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. My kid too had goldfish for breakfast today. (laughs) Um, it's fine. I love it. Well, and it seems like you've just from me being able to watch, you know, from the outside on 
with skin bar, you've built such a great team and everybody just kind of shines your same energy. I don't know if they shine your same military energy because they're all just super sweet, but I've always thought of you as super sweet as well. So I'd love to hear kind of like, what's your goal with skin bar overall? Do you have like a big dream for it to grow to like nationwide or what, what's kind of your big dream? Um, so our big dream would be to, I mean, I would love to grow nationwide, right? I want to, I want to finish taking over Texas first. Um, yep. and then, um, we've got some other little things that we're kind of working on in the pipeline that we'll see, but I, I ultimately, yeah, to like take over Texas. And if we can, if we can go nationwide, I think that would be incredible. You know, we had to really take a step back after COVID and go, okay, what are we really trying to do? Like, we're going to have to adjust <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. How do we pivot from this? And so I would, I would say, you know, build out our other two immediate goals would be to, you know, build out our other two locations. And then from there, maybe get some national partners to go, go national. That's awesome. Well, I'm in Lubbock, Texas now. So if that's on your radar, just hit me up. (laughs) Hey, I have a nurse from Lubbock. I have been that, you know, uh, Jen that is here, she's actually from Lubbock originally. And she, she's always saying, Hey, let's, let's do one in Lubbock. Let's do one in Lubbock. Yeah. I swear everything that you, she, Tell her what you do, Lauren. Well, I was just going to say everything that is a first in Lubbock, I think it's because there's not a whole lot to do here. So like every restaurant, every anything, it's like their numbers just knock the rest of all their other stores out of the park. So I could throw some crazy numbers at you, but, (laughs) and I feel like West Texas, you know, we... I feel like it would just do really well here, but no, I do. I was stationed at Cannon Air Force Base in. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So you're familiar. Yeah. We need some moisture. Bring us some moisture, please. (laughs) But no, I've had my real estate, real estate license since 05. And so I do that kind of on the side, but, and then I also do construction management for commercial Oh, fun stuff. So yeah, <laughs> tie in. I'll to connect y'all. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you start looking that way, I will let you know. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. Well, I'm super excited for y'all and I loved learning even more about you. Tell everybody where they can kind of find Skin Bar online or in DFW. Yep. So um, you can actually find us online. It's just uh, S-K-I-N-N-B-A-R.com. And then we have a Frisco location at 9560 Legacy Drive, Suite 260. Um, our other location is in McAllen, Texas. And I'm drawing a blank on that address. I should have had it up. Oh, that's okay. We can find that's it great. online. Uh, <laughs> and um, I mean, yeah, you can you can visit us there. You can also look at a lot of our like before and afters on our Instagram, which is just uh, S K N N B A R T X. Yeah, I mean, we're here. Awesome. We're here. I we love serve. it. I love it. And then we also typically wrap up our episodes with a challenge. Um, so something we can kind of ask of ourselves and our listeners to do for the next week. Did you have anything in mind? Yeah, I do. I, um, you know, I, I, you had sent me these, this, uh, kind of in advance and I kept thinking like, you know, what can I tell people that's been the most beneficial in my entrepreneurial career? And I would say that I would challenge everyone this week that when, especially with the season that we're in to really make connection, real connection with the people around you to really take the time and listen to what other people 
are saying. Um, and, and just, just be very intentional with connecting, whether it be with like a new neighbor or a new, somebody that's in a field that you are really interested in, right? Like it is so much easier to like when you, if you have somebody that you admire in, you know, uh, in, in a space where in a business the idea that you're wanting to do that, if you reached out to that person and said, and asked to, Hey, I'd really like to pick your brain. Cause I want to be where you are. I want some advice. Would you have coffee with me? Or can we connect on a, on a quick phone call? I think entrepreneurs are so willing to share when people like, I'm always so willing to share um, advice just because I want to see other people grow. So I would, I would say the weekly challenge would be, you know, just take the time to just to connect with people. We've just had such an insane year. Totally. <laughs> like if we could just so close it up with, you know, connecting with each other and instilling, you know, some hope back into humanity. I think that, you know, 2021 will, will start off with a bang. Yes, I like it. Thank you so much for that challenge. And listeners, thanks for tuning in another week with us. And next time we see or hear with you guys, it'll be 2021. So happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. And Angela, (laughs) thank you for sharing your story. It was awesome and so many great things that we can take from it. So we hope that you and your family have a wonderful new year and best of luck to Skimbar. And listeners, we will see you next week. We love you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me on as well. Thank Thank you. you. Of course. Bye. Bye. Bye.